0: What's up, single player experience listeners? It's your boy Sebastian, and I have a very special announcement for y'all today. So, just a little update. The single player experience podcast is still going to be up and running, but we are adding a new show into the mix. That's right, we are adding a show called Game Pass Gurus. Game Pass Gurus is kind of what it sounds like it's a show all about games you should definitely check out on Xbox Game Pass. Don't worry, you won't have to click anywhere else. You'll be able to catch these episodes at the same place where you catch all your favorite single-player experience podcast episodes. The Game Pass Guru podcast will be a collaboration effort between the single-player experience and the GamerHeads Networks podcast. So, without further ado, enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to the Game Pass Guru podcast, where we're like a video game rental service, except you don't have to return us after a few days. Don't worry, we won't charge you any late fees if you fall asleep mid-episode. Now here are your hosts, Sebastian Mulden and Roger Reichert.
0: Hey, 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 welcome to the inaugural episode of the Game Pass Gurus podcast, the premier podcast that dives into the library of Xbox Game Pass games and lets you know which ones you should check out. I'm one of your hosts, Sebastian Malden, and joining me t- today is my co-host, the co-pilot, the absolute player one to my player two, he is Mr. Podcast himself,
1: Roger. How are you this, doing, today, Roger? D- First of all, I like the fact that you called me Mr. Podcast because that is my new. Uh, I would like everybody to call me Mr. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got an email saying, "Dear Mr. Podcast," and I'm like, "That's right, I'm Mr. Podcast." Yep. Uh, secondly. <laughs> uh does your wife know that i'm player two because i think she probably would like to be player two. She don't,
0: <laughs> she doesn't play games though so oh, okay, okay, okay so she doesn't play games so i,
1: <laughs> I think you're okay <laughs> in this regard <laughs> And three that was a great intro did you write that stuff down or is that right off the top of your head oh right off the top oh my gosh you are right a
0: natural off you should be mr podcast not me no 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 i at this point I, the best i can hope for is podcast jr <laughs> <laughs> you are mr podcast
1: himself the best i could for is podcast junior okay well uh well thank you uh for such a great intro and uh yeah we're excited to have the show finally Yeah, man, this it feels like a long time coming. I know we've we've
0: been talking about this for a little while now, and it's it's great to get this out there. It's great to to finally kick things off and to really just dive into the library of Xbox Game Pass games.
1: Yeah, yeah, we met at PAX and we're like Mm -hmm. became best friends, right? Yeah, for sure. So (laughs) it's almost like step brothers. (laughs) Yeah, it really (laughs) was, wasn't it? Like, uh... Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to do the show with you and specifically focusing just on game pass games how cool is that that is really cool it's a it is a a, a avenue and a
0: library that is very much like full of a lot of different gems a lot Mm -hmm. a lot of things people know about but a lot of things people have no idea is like actual game pass so it's really cool to actually dive deep and and talk about all the gems that come with it. And considering how many games come and go from Game Pass, it's always new content. So I, I'm excited about this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we, I mean, we kind of got the intro out of the way. I guess should we talk about uh, what games we're currently playing? Yeah, yeah. Um, before we do that, though, we gotta nope.
0: inform these new listeners who we actually are. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point.
1: I mean, as a figure that they would probably have heard us on other podcasts. But- that's sure but you are absolutely right correct if this is the first time you're listening to us uh we should probably talk a little bit about ourselves so sebastian tell us all about you all right so i'm <laughs> still- <laughs> i was born in 1981 but let's fast forward a little bit
0: yeah i was um yeah i'm sebastian i do another podcast called the single player experience podcast where i just talk about single player games and this it my my history with xbox has been a long history full of like uh, as you probably know ups and downs because like as an xbox gamer it is like we've experienced highs over the years but a litany of no's like a lot of different no's a lot of different like bumps in the road especially when it comes to the first party games so i've been an xbox gamer since the og the the mm. duke himself at xbox and I I played a lot of different games on there mostly Halo and mostly like NFL Fever were probably my two primary Xbox games but then like really got into a lot of the Xbox ecosystem when it came to the Xbox 360 and haven't looked back ever since I currently play most of my games on the Xbox Series S and X and yeah happy to happy to be a part of the Xbox family Roger what's your history with Xbox and
1: Give us a little background information on you. Okay, well, I was born before you, <laughs> uh, so I'm older than you. Just a couple uh, of years. Mm, yeah, actually like five, yeah. but um, I guess that's a couple. So uh, my background in Xbox is not as extensive as yours. In fact, I would say that uh, the Xbox, the current gen is the first time I ever bought an Xbox at launch wow yeah yeah so uh i was working at best buy so like with the original og xbox i i just i don't know i just i was like yeah i mean looks cool but whatever i'm I'm a playstation guy uh and then not that i was like a fanboy of any Mm -hmm. console i didn't care right but it was just i think it was a more affordable at the time and it was just what i had and whatever uh and then the xbox 360, when it first launched, I was working at Best Buy at the time, and I had so many people returning their Xboxes with the Red Ring of Death. Oh, and man. I was like, oh, I don't. I mean, I was really intrigued by the games that they had on the 360, but I was not going to take the uh, gamble. Take the gamble, yeah. And then the Xbox Series One, or I mean, Xbox One came out, right? Mm-hmm. And I got an Xbox One late in its life, so I didn't get. I didn't get it right away, and I still have that Xbox One. It was like a Black Friday deal; um, it was really cheap. And then the Series S—I got a Series S. That's what I own. And um, I remember it being announced, and I thought, "I'm going to go Xbox this this console this round." Wow! And I—I I remember it. Walmart had them up for sale and i uh snagged one on on release like um and a lot of people didn't and i I was really lucky to get one so um yeah so that's my that's my journey to xbox and i don't own a the new console playstation as we talked about prior to going live on air um so yeah i switched over to being xbox this gen so Oh wow. So you also
0: have a couple of other consoles like you have do. a Switch if I'm not mistaken and I do. a PC, right? I
1: do. Yeah. So I have I have a Switch, I have a PC. And I and I actually have Game Pass on I do the Ultimate where I, mm-hmm. I get the Game Pass on PC and on Xbox. So um so yeah, I I I think I think the Game Pass was the reason that I decided to go this route because I just saw a lot of potential in it and I am very happy that I went Xbox.
0: I I can understand that. Like um I am very similar to you in the fact that I did also go Xbox, but I I couldn't let the PlayStation go. Yeah. I, I had to get a PS5 and it's and it's primarily because like I do most of my gaming now coincidentally on the Xbox side of the fence, but I cannot let go of those first-party exclusives that PlayStation Mm. has to offer. Like, I am a huge Spider-Man fan, for one, and, like, I love those type of games. I am a big, like, first-person or first-person narrative, like, adventure type of gamers, and that's basically what PlayStation is knocking out of the park right now. So, But all my other games
1: are, you know, mostly played on the Xbox side of the fence. Yeah. Yeah, and I I will say, I like, I know this is a Game Pass (laughs) (laughs) podcast, but, I mean... Probably when the new Spider-Man game drops, I'll probably consider getting a PlayStation Five because of Spider-Man. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'm very happy with the with the Series S. I mean, I think it's very cool, and the fact that, uh, you know, they're they're the game the cloud gaming now is like really superb. It's awesome. Like. I mean it's it's so much better than I thought it was ever gonna be. It's I mean it's not perfect, but it's but it allows it certainly saves a lot of space on my hard drive for for games. So Oh, oh yeah, for sure.
0: I, I haven't really had any issues with it. Like I you know, every once in a while it'll stutter, like every once in a while you'll see like maybe maybe like the screen refresh itself. Like but those kind of feel far and few between and like for the most part it feels like it feels very smooth. I wish like Maybe one day we'll get up to, like, 4K streaming. But, you know, 1080p is perfectly fine for a lot of the games I play.
1: Yeah, yeah, same. And it's weird because I did own the Google Stadia. Stadia. yeah. It's weird because I I thought of any company is going to be able to to pull off this whole cloud gaming, it's going to be Google. Of course, right? Why wouldn't they? Um, But I don't think they... I mean, even when it was announced, sorry, and this is a Game Pass podcast, but I'm going down this route anyway. No, go ahead. But even when it was announced, like there was no commitment. Like their CEO came out and said, I'm not much of a gamer. And I'm like, oh boy, here we yeah. go. And that's where I think the difference between somebody like Google or any other company that tries to get into this market, because they see it as like money making. And it's not not that Microsoft or Sony or, or Nintendo don't see like money, but that's what their focus is, right? Like their focus is on like I mean obviously they have other things out there too, but their focus is like this is our gaming uh department, right? Like we are focusing on making sure we provide excellent uh experiences for our for our customer base. And when you have a CEO's like, "Well, I don't know much about gaming, but I guess we're going to get into it cuz it's money." Yeah. Um that just seems like a wrong reason to move into a uh into the gaming gaming world i guess
0: yeah it really does and it's also one of those things to where i'm like i would i would have loved to see what like a gamer first ceo would have well, like how he would have approached um stadia because like yeah. imagine if stadia was like doing acquisitions like like xbox has been doing over the past year, couple of years and then really start dropping some exclusive first party stadia games
1: well they tried I, they tried. Yeah. I mean, that's what they promised that that was stuff that they promised that it just never materialized because I mean, I think you hit it on the head is because they mm-hmm. weren't focused on like that wasn't a priority. Right. So no, no. So I would have loved to see what the what it would be
0: like as a real priority and to see what yeah. like because I I'm gonna be honest so for a, a lot of gamers uh, out there like exclusives kind of make or break like your decisions um, as far as like what console you go. What's this like subscription you you enact with it's like that sort of makes or breaks it because like if you find a couple of games that you can't get anywhere else it, it it makes it feel special it makes it feel like a more premium experience you know
1: yeah yeah it was interesting i mean i guess we can i mean, it's a cool segue to move into the subs, the subscription service of game pass right yeah. because um I mean, that's the reason why I went with Xbox and I almost wonder if that's, I mean, I actually not just wonder, I know a lot of friends of mine that are like, I'm going to buy a series S because that's going to be my game pass machine. Um, so like, I guess, what, what do you, th- what are your thoughts on subscription services? Like I think, cause each, each like big, big names, game pass, mm-hmm. I mean, Xbox, uh, Sony, um, Microsoft, Sony, and, and Nintendo all have subscription services. Um, what makes Game Pass, in your mind, and I guess maybe maybe I'm wrong, but is this a superior service versus the other two? And if so, why?
0: Oh, I I think it's a no brainer that it's the it's the premiers like s- subscription service for all video games. I don't I don't I don't think it's even a question. And here's the reason why: it's because like the catalog of games mixed in with the price of how dirt cheap it is yeah. in comparison to like what the price actually probably should be for the for this kind of like this kind of model is astounding it's like it's nothing short of amazing i keep expecting to wake up one day and game pass to be twice the price it normally is i just i i expect that like i expect it to happen one day and thankfully we have we we haven't you know hit that marker yet but like i wouldn't be surprised because it is such a good service but I just the library of games and this isn't even including the first party games, which is a, uh, you know, a hit or miss issue at this point, but like the library of third party games, the library of indie games that Xbox game pass can just give to you, especially in that ultimate market where you get access to the PC library and the Xbox one, it is phenomenal. It's just nothing short of amazing.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I think the other thing too is, I mean, the fact, I mean, the price itself, like, I think is such a great deal. Um, Oh, yeah. I do the ultimate um, and I still, I mean, like, I don't know how much it is, like $18 or something like that. It's not that expensive. Um, But when they first launched it, I mean, even now, like, you can still find deals out there. It's like a dollar for the first 12 months. Like, it's crazy. Um, And the fact that they really were going after, like, new consumers for, for their new Xbox, uh, uh, for the new for the new gen uh, consoles, right? Like that's that was one way they can entice people to come and join Xbox by saying, "Hey, listen, you get a dollar for the for twelve months for this great service." Like, why wouldn't you? And it seems like a no brainer. But on top of all that, the other things that Xbox does that the other services just don't is like they offer. Um, if you're like an xbox subs- you know game pass su- subscriber you get like perks um mm-hmm. either in game perks which is really cool uh or you also get um like perks like i i have um uh like i have my co- i mean i have it now i've been paying for it but like my marvel uh online comic book subscription like for the first 6 months was free oh yeah um, that was a good one and obviously like their, their intention is that you'll continue with it which i have but i mean the first six months was free i think they have other things going on where i i saw like disney plus like there was some like uh services there that you can get those really dirt cheap too like or for free for the first couple months there's always stuff like that going on on top of the cosmetics and games that you can uh get and i you know, and, and usually sometimes, not always, but sometimes it's like specific to Game Pass. Like these mm-hmm. cosmetics are specific to Game Pass. And I always think to myself, man, Nintendo would be killing it. If they were like on Fortnite, it's like, oh, you can dress as like Yoshi or Luigi or Mario if you played Fortnite uh through the you know the switch online service but they're never gonna do anything like that never that's (laughs) That's not their motto no it's not uh, they don't even speak like that no but but i mean but like there would be so many people that'd be like oh i want that service just to be able to play as like certain skins like and it Mm -hmm. seems like such an easy like i don't want to say easy thing but like such a cheap thing to do (laughs) right like uh but yeah like cheap i mean like as in like inexpensive from a cons from a customer from a um business standpoint of like actually making something like that happen um but yeah like i i just think to myself man if there was like cosmetics that nintendo was throwing out and like you could only get this you know suit if you have a, or even in their own first first party games like oh if you had a nintendo switch online service and you played mario kart you get this really cool car well they do have characters actually like that. I shouldn't say that. They, yeah, but it's
0: they—they've never it never really felt like they were putting their best foot forward. Like, yeah, N- Nintendo Switch Online always feels like an afterthought, and yeah. I don't think it feel, should feel like that. It always feels like, uh, it always feels like, hey, oh yeah, we have a subscription service. Let's throw a couple of things out there. Versus yeah. Game Pass is like. I don't think there's ever been a presentation since game passes inception where game pass wasn't mentioned almost like 10 times
1: throughout the presentation. But because, but that's what their focus is too. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, like their selling point was not the games. It was game pass. It wasn't like, Hey, come check out what cool exclusives are coming. It was like, Hey, come check out game pass. And guess what? First party games day one. Right? Like, that's cool. That's awesome. Like why? You know, and, and like these games are like $70 a piece, $60, $70 a piece. So it's like and I know like, well, the first party games are always probably going to stay on the store. And but I know that games rotate out. But by that time, either you you've decided like this isn't for you or you're like, I'm willing to pay the money now for this game. Right. So, yeah, for sure. Um, for
0: sure, the first party games, you know, to their credit, have never left. Like, never left Game Pass. Yeah. They're just yeah. a, they're a permanent incentive of joining that platform, and I I love it. I commend them for that. It's it is one of those things to where I look at like the library of games to where like if they can get everything going with the first pat- part of catalog, this is an unstoppable force in gaming at that point.
1: But, well, and then 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 look at the consumed EA right. Mm-hmm. Like now you can get EA games, and they. Um, and that like you've mentioned before, that they're going out and buying all these studios, and then guess what? Those games are showing up on uh on Game Pass. Like it's crazy. And and you know, they they have the games with gold. That was something that they try to push, and now it's kind of like, Oh yeah, I have games with gold. I forgot about that. I can I can download some games with that. I don't even care, right? Like I'm no, <laughs> looking for at sure my not. game pass,
0: right? For sure not it's one of those things to where like if games with gold just went away and just became or just merged into game pass i don't think anybody would
1: miss no it would care. at this point no. no no nobody would care but they're not putting their focus on that either right mm-hmm. like it used to be that games with gold and the two free games that you get with playstation plus was like a really big deal like and there was always competing with each other every month of like who was i mean you go on to like reddit or any other any other like you know boards out there on online is always like oh who's providing the best value um each month for what games they're providing and now it's just like that's nobody even talks about that anymore no for sure not for sure not and it's i i
0: sort of think that's a really cool evolution of of the gaming industry that is it it's almost like i would love to see a documentary about like you know like that kind of motto and how we lived in the Early 2000s versus now, where everything is subscription based. But, like, yeah, I'm I don't think anyone's gonna miss that. I really don't.
1: Yeah. And the other, the other thing I'll just say too is like, I do have a PlayStation subscription. I have a PlayStation 4. I do have the subscription to their, uh, to their whatever subscription service they have, but it's super confusing. Like, (laughs) this, this tier will get you this, and this tier will get you this, and this tier will get you this, but not this. And it's like Game Pass has two tiers. You have the Ultimate ta- pa- Pass, which is like if you are a, g- a PC gamer and a console gamer, like you get both both worlds, or you just get the you know w- the console version of it. Um, I don't think there's maybe there's a Game Pass PC just specific for PC. I don't know. Yeah, um,
0: there there is, but I mean, is, most okay. most people just go with the Ultimate, from my understanding.
1: Yeah, and 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 the other thing is like like uh, PlayStation does have. Cloud gaming as well. Uh, I just don't think it's as good. I just don't think it's as good. Um, So there's and the other thing, outside of the fact that the tiers are all confusing, because like when they first came out, people are like, I don't really understand what I'm getting with these tiers for PlayStation. Um, True. The other thing is that the menu service, the menus on Xbox Game Pass is just they're so superior to the other two. Like it just. It's so intuitive and now I I shouldn't say this because I don't have a PlayStation 5 so maybe the menus are way different on PlayStation 5 than PlayStation 4 for their PlayStation subscription service, whatever they're calling (laughs) it PlayStation
0: Plus, Extra, and Premium.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But when I know, like when I go out to uh, when I go out to Game Pass I love the fact that there's ones like these are the games that we think you'd like because based on the games you played. But here's like games in this genre here's games in this genre here's games in this genre um it's just really clean looking and curated for you and curated yeah. yeah I like that and it's I, I will say Nintendo does a terrible job I love Nintendo don't get me wrong um like I I you know I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a fanboy of any console um mm-hmm. but I will say Nintendo like man your 3ds the 3ds menus were way better like (laughs) consider doing that but yeah their online stuff is like not it's like buried it's yeah it's not it's not good
0: no it's it's not it it is one of those things to where like um xbox just really adapted um their their menu from the xbox one it's like if it wasn't broke it didn't fix it you know i know a lot of people wanted this new like sexy like um like ui that to kind of be introduced with the the introduction of the series s and the series x but you know i it's we they stuck with the tried and true thing it's still familiar and whether or not you like it it does have its pros it does have its cons you're familiar with it and they're able to curate oh like hey you were really interested in this game or like hey Here's your Game Pass towel. Like it is directly like on the front of the screen, you can yeah. easily access it immediately. And I love that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you hit hit it right on the head there too. Like the fact that if you went from an Xbox 1 to an X or an S, right? Like it just felt familiar. There wasn't much difference. And I think maybe some people are like, "Well, like I want a different experience." Well, sure, but like it felt familiar. Like it just felt so f- familiar and and, and and when you get game pass like i can play games with other people that are either on the xbox uh one mm-hmm. uh or on pc as well like what a cool what a cool thing and i will say like i don't think that's i don't think that they were i remember when the xbox series x maybe it was one i'm not sure one of the when of their announced they're like well well we're gonna make it that you can't return game or you can't uh trade in games or you you know, used used games. It's going to be tied to that console, and like people were like, "What? Yeah, that's ridiculous." Um, and they changed, right? They changed course with that. So, um, I do like the fact that they listen. Um, I also do. I I will say this. I do think it goes in ebbs and flows. Like, and I think that's just part of the competition of the market. Where I would say, like, PlayStation Four was Sony's like win, right? Like they, they oh yeah, kind of, they dominated. Like, <laughs> they dominated with that, right? it's gonna go in ebbs and flows it's you know it's gonna go back and and i mean let's face it nintendo is also like i i i love nintendo i just i don't understand how like their console is not as powerful as the other consoles and yet somehow they're able to pull things off i don't understand that um but they make a unique experience right like that's their whole thing yeah and yeah
0: i mean it is it is one of those things to where like I also don't like they are in a particular part of the market that Nintendo almost can get away with anything like in a in a really like bro like brodacious way <laughs> it is it to me. It's crazy yeah. that we live in a world where Tears of the Kingdom is like a $70 game. Oh, yeah. I think but that's a, crazy.
1: Yeah, but the fact that it's crazy that it's on that console in and in, in, in like even Breath of the Wild like how good the game looks Mm -hmm. right i'm just like oh my gosh this game is amazing like it's so crazy how much they can like tweak out of their out of their um out of their system that just not as powerful as i mean there's no shock here it's not as powerful as an xbox or playstation and yet they're able to compete so i guess my point is one i'm not in you're not going to listen to this podcast and you're going to be like oh these guys are just xbox guys and they're just bros with xbox like that's just not how i am right like that's not how you are either um but i guess the other thing is like like I said, I mean, it goes back and forth. Like, who knows? Maybe next next console, it might be a different company that. But it's part of the competition. That's what makes us so unique, and we're such you in a unique um, moment in time. That mm-hmm. you know, having three consoles that are super strong as they are, like really push each other, and and who are the winners? Like we are, right? As a oh, as yeah. console gamers, or as gamers, and not just console gamers, but yeah. So anyway, that's my. I don't know. Well, how do we get here <laughs> <laughs> it's all good it's all good but yeah you're right
0: I mean none of us neither one of us are um are fanboys in the sense that you know like we're rooting for one the downfall of one no. system no right. I no. yeah I, it is very much like I'm a big sports guy I like competition just for competition's sake but I'm not like rooting actively against a company versus another company no, no exactly. but yeah it's to me I'm I I want to bring this back to Game Pass. Like, I love the fact that Game Pass is bringing us a unique experience with video games in so many different are- like areas. Because, mm-hmm. like, I love that the fact that you can pick up a game right where you left off, no matter what yeah. console you're oh playing at, where you're That's playing amazing. at. It's it
1: amazing. Like, that blew my mind mm-hmm. when when I first saw that. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. I mean, to be fair... I mean, PlayStation Five does that too, and 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 to a degree, uh, Switch does as well. But it's it's still pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, it, it's so it's like it, it's the lit. It's like the the like the um variety of different devices that you can tap into though i think is what's really amazing to me it's like i can play on my phone and be in the exact same spot i was i can play on my series s series x pc it doesn't matter like i you know that's that's something that i think is like they have really made an ecosystem and game pass is like very key to that ecosystem runs so well i love that i absolutely love it yeah uh yeah oh i agree yeah, I want to ask you, though, like, OK, we, we are kind of diving into Game Pass a little bit, but let's talk about some of the Game Pass games that we've been playing lately. Yeah. What have you been playing lately on Game Pass?
1: Um, So the games that I've been playing on Game Pass, uh, the first. Well, I'll talk about the one that is the oldest of the couple I've been playing. Like, okay. I, I dabble in a couple of them, but I'll talk about the ones that I've been playing um, more, more, I guess, more. Um. So the first one is Minecraft Dungeons. Oh, Not not the new Minecraft. Um what's the new one that's uh, the strategy game? I can't think of what it's called. I think that is Dungeons, right? The newest one? Is it? No, I think uh what was the wasn't there one that wasn't different? What's the other my Mi- my Mi- <laughs> well, these guys are real Game Pass gooters. Yeah. Uh um uh, it was um there's my Minecraft- Mi- oh, go
0: ahead. There's Minecraft Dungeons, right? And then there's yes. Minecraft um
1: java and bedrock there's minecraft minecraft legends legends that's i'm not playing Uh that one that's the newest one Uh um i'm playing dungeons and uh dungeons is very good i like it it's like it's like uh diablo-esque right or i shouldn't Mm -hmm. say i mean yes it's like any of those types of games where it's like you know the isometric top-down look and um and there's some really cool things that they got going on with it. It's fun that you can play with your friends. Uh it's easy enough to jump in and out uh of groups with your friends to play the game. Um there is a, there is missions that there in the game and you can work together to p- complete those missions. Um but then there's also uh things like tower uh it's called the tower and like you and your friends can go through um di- like several waves of enemies and the farther you get on this tower, uh the more loot you get. Um The better loot you get. Uh, Once you die, I think three times, then or each character dies three times, then you're done. Then your run is done. Um, But it's cool. I like the game a lot. It's like one of these games that I can play with my my son as well because it's age appropriate. Like my my son is eight, so like he plays a lot of Minecraft uh, on my Xbox, and this this is a perfect game for him to jump in as well and play. So I really like this game a lot.
0: So when y'all play together, is this like in a like couch co-op experience? Or are you playing on one of your Xboxes and he he on another?
1: Yeah, one uh, one on I'm on one Xbox. My friends or my son is on another. So you can play you can play couch co-op. You can, Um, but it's just not because usually like we're playing with um, friends as well. So like most of my coworkers. So they'll want to jump in and jump and play along. So, oh, yeah. So that's usually that's why we're always on consoles like different consoles so you know you're
0: you're probably going to shame me for this but i've never touched a minecraft game no i'm not shaming for that i mean (laughs) i've like never touched one (laughs) i've never touched minecraft and i've never touched fortnite those are oh really you've
1: never played fortnite either no
0: no it's it is i know like i i from my understanding you can play minecraft as a single player gamer but like most of the games i play are mostly single player focused games yeah, so I haven't really had the urge, especially considering I'm so I'm into narratives. Like, I yeah. love exploring a story, a curated story and such like that. And I didn't, at least from my understanding, I don't think Minecraft has a real nuanced story, right?
1: Um, there is a story there. OK. Um, In fact, when it first came out, when for Minecraft first came out, I remember my friends talking to my. Yeah, a bunch of my friends were talking to me about the game. I was going to say co-workers. They're the same. Friends <laughs> slash co-workers. And, uh, and they were telling me about the end game and that there was an end boss of this dragon that they had to fight and they were talking all about it. And it sounded really cool. I just didn't have a system that I could play Minecraft on at the time. Um, and But it has become more of like the sandbox. Like I think that's where more people are familiar with Minecraft about the sandbox a, Sandbox X. <laughs> sandbox aspect of minecraft where you're you know like that's how my son plays too he's just mm-hmm. like builds a bunch of stuff and is like look at this cool like building i made and i'm like yeah it's cool i made this farm and i made this roller coaster and i done this and i've done this which is fun because it's just like playing with legos right like kind of yeah um i mean there's enemies and you know there's there's you know you can you can still get hurt but it, that's pretty cool minecraft dungeons though i will say like i think you would like it because it is it is uh it doesn't have any of the creative aspect of it you're you're really truly dungeon diving uh into uh these dungeons well, not always dungeons like there's different it's very lord of the ring i guess like there's like these enemies that are coming in and they're attacking these uh these lands and you got to go protect them and you can get different equipment to equip your character and like you know that sounds very really cool it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool, and it's fun. Then you get a bunch of people playing with it uh, together, and you're doing these runs together, um, either through the tower or you're going through. Um, and there's there's also, um, I'm, I should finish that thought. You're going through the different <laughs> uh, the different storylines or the story the campaign uh, for it. But then there's also like different things going on where like you uh, can play certain missions and get certain. Uh, I think that like different tiers and stuff like that. So it's, it's really kind of neat how there, it's so layered in this game. Um, oh, even if you ran a mission before, like you could do it as a different tier and it like gives you different rewards and stuff. So I have a question for you based on all the information you gave me here. Like yeah.
0: does playing this make you more excited to play Diablo
1: later this year? Cause <laughs> this, kind of gives me that same vibe, you know? Yeah. It, it is very diablo like um i will say like as much as i like minecraft dungeons cuz they do some pretty cool things in the game and and I, I will say there's stuff that i haven't even touched in this game yet so i'm i'm still learning a lot mm-hmm. uh, about this game uh i mean i would say like diablo probably offers a more i may i don't want to say deep but maybe more deep or different experience okay especially with the new Diablo game coming out, there's like talks about like how the like online is going to play out and like, and like players could attack you. Like there's a lot of stuff that they're doing. Like there's things like there's been talk about how, like if you are the doing certain things in certain lands and the highest rank in this land, then like you might have a bounty on your head and then other players will try to get you or something like it's, that's cool it's very dynamic and things that minecraft is not going to be doing. Right. Okay. Um, so it's just a different overall experience. Yeah, I would say. And like, it'll be interesting to see like what they all incorporate from a, uh, what's been, you know, the, the baseline for features for a Diablo. If they include more of, uh, what they all include from that and then how they, how they build off of that Minecraft Dungeons. I mean, it's cool, but this is the first iteration of that. And who knows? I don't know if they're gonna do a like Minecraft Dungeons two or Minecraft Dungeons three, um, or if they're gonna like move on like they did with Legends and be like, oh, we're gonna try something different as a strategy game now. Um, who knows? Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, I think you should try it. I think you would like. Uh, I think you'd like it. I mean, because you can play it single player. There's nothing okay. stopping you from playing a single player. You can play with friends too, but you can play it single player. Okay. Um, and it's fun to get loot and stuff. And, right? and
0: it does have like a story, or is this more? It, yeah, does it have a story like kind of like Borderlands, to where like you know the game has a story, but like you're primarily playing it to do like a lootathon?
1: Um, I mean, I guess it depends on how you want to how you want to play it. I mean, like uh-huh. you, I mean, even Borderlands if you wanted to play it for the story, you could, but most people I play with, like you said, they play it because they're just trying to get loot. Right. And then mm-hmm. there's, I'll oh, just skip through this, just skip through this story. And you're <laughs> like, what I wanted to hear what that. Ha- okay. I guess I'm just going to skip through the story. The <laughs> same thing can happen in Minecraft kind of dungeons. Right. But there's, I mean, it's an interesting story. It's an interesting enough story that it's, it's very Lords of the Rings. If you like Lords of the Rings, you would like this. So okay. Um, so, yeah, that's the first game I'm playing. And should I tell you about my second game now? Oh, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Okay. So the other game, and I haven't played as much of this, is Redfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that just came out yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. So as we're recording this yesterday. Um, and so I did jump on with a bunch of my coworkers. Um, in full disclosure, a, a good friend of mine worked on the game. So uh, I also want to play with him as well. Um, but, yeah, I've been playing. I mean... I mean, we can talk about this. I, I actually, I, I, know there's a lot of, I know it's not getting the greatest review scores. I understand that, but I actually like this game a lot. I think it's fun. That's that's pretty
0: cool. Like, um, so you've played a couple of hours of it. I've played a couple of hours of it, and I do think there is some fun to be had. But I, um, I think I'm teetering more towards the negative than the positive. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you like about
1: Redfall? Um, well, so first of all, I just want to say this. The first thing I'm going to say, just because a game gets a Well, first of all, (laughs) it's weird to me (laughs) to say just because a game gets a six or seven, like that's even above average, right? So like, let's just let's just say that first, like a six is above average. Um, But that being said, even if a game is a six or seven, doesn't mean you can't enjoy it, right? Like there are times where I have and we both review games. Oh, yeah, there's times where I'm like, I don't give a game. I don't give my my scoring is based on letter grades, but it doesn't matter. Um, But if I there's lots of games that I've enjoyed that are that are a B or even a C plus that I like a lot. And Mm. doesn't mean that I'm not going to enjoy them. It's just because there's some things like, oh, like. Like they like it would have to it it, it depends on what I'm looking at, like what was their intent? This is this is how I always look at a game. Mm -hmm. What was the intent of the game? Did they execute that attempt correctly? And were they able to succeed on that attempt? Like, I'm not going to walk into a game and be like, here's my expectations of a game, because that's not fair, because that's not what the expectations were of the people that are making the game. So I'm always thinking, like, who did they understand their audience? If it Was it crystal clear who the audience was? And if it was, cool. Were they able to meet what they were set out to do? If they did, great. Um, it may not be my cup of tea of a game, but I'm not going to downgrade it because it's not my like i don't play this kind of game like i play yeah. every kind of game to begin with so um so that being said i really in, i i am having fun i you know i think i think if you played it single player it's probably not as fun but it is pretty fun to go through the world uh with a bunch of friends there's lots of missions that you can go through and like hunting down vampires i i will say like and i think the biggest criticism that i've seen so far is that the world feels sparse and I can see that like I there was moments when we were playing it was a three it was three of us were playing mm-hmm. and the music got really intense and a vamp there was two vampires and like we killed them pretty quickly uh, and the music was still intense and I was like oh man guys we're gonna get surrounded by vampires and we weren't and I was nothing like, nothing happened <laughs> nothing happened and I was like okay so either one uh i'm super badass right and like <laughs> my character is super badass or or we just have to upgrade the the difficulty and we were playing on the we always play this way we always play on the way the the default uh difficulty first okay uh because that's the intended difficulty that the the developer intended you to play on um oh, okay. and then like we talked about and we'll probably play it tonight, that in this weekend we'll we'll up the in intensity or the the difficulty because it was a little easy. Um you get some the weapons are really cool in this game. Like I have a UA a UV blaster, uh, and that was really fun. I was shooting these vampires and they would just like turn to stone and then if uh one of my co my they're also my co-workers too. Uh they would <laughs> <shoot>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They uh, they shot it and it you know blew up into smithereens right and they're like whoa mm-hmm. what just happened and I was like well, I shot it with my UV ray and then you guys shot it with a bullet and like it made it explode so that was pretty cool um, I just I just don't I think the the biggest the biggest criticism I have for it is just um it does feel like the world is a little sparse but then I oh, then I think to myself well I mean a lot of these people are dead because these vampires have been eating them I just expected to see more vampires um and then there's like these cultists that are kind of stick around that like service the vampires yeah um and who knows maybe as we go along further in the game um it'll get more intense um just right now it doesn't feel all that intense um but that being said i'm i'm just going to say like i i feel like this happens a lot when a game comes out and if if online on the boards wherever you go reddit wherever you want to go
0: mm-hmm. like
1: it just seems like people like to pile on on things like yeah i thought this was, game was crap too like blah 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 and i'm just like okay <laughs> like everybody's now also an expert in like you know design and design and, and yeah animation yeah. and everything yeah. under the sun <laughs> yeah, basically yeah and yeah i mean i not saying that it's not deserving of some of the criticism because it it is i mean let's let's face it um but it is far from a shitty game like i played mm-hmm. shitty games this is far from a shitty game so uh anyway i guess that's my two cents
0: I like that. I like that. I think you had really nuanced thoughts there. And while I lean a little bit on the opposite side, I don't think this is a shitty game at all either. But I do think this is like, I think this is a game that lacks identity. I think is the problem for me mm. is like, I I think like in trying to service two different genres and two different styles of gaming, being multiplayer and a single player focus, like it sort of halfway achieves what it could have been for both you know what i mean like yeah. i imagine if this was like a destiny style game to where like it was primarily like a multiplayer experience to where like you were hunting uh, hunting down vampires and you leveled up and you like got to kind of grind and become like the vampire hunter you wanted to be and and it kind of had like level drops or boss raids or anything like that. I can see a little bit of those elements in this game, but I can also see the elements of like, Hey, I can play this as a single player, like focus gamer. But like, I don't think the, I don't think the story aspect was there for a single player gamer, nor do I feel like some of the, some of the elements that we expect from a premium single player experience were there. Like I, I'm going to be honest, like stealth is, was vastly disappointing to me for this game. And that's amazing coming from this studio that i think is one of the best yeah. studios that do stealth in any in all of gaming at this point like i i would probably say that that's one of the things that kind of like struck me like i'm just like you i've only dipped my toe into the water i can't give a full analysis or a full review but like based on my impressions um that I've of the things i did play like the fact that there wasn't really a stealth attack, uh, like based on like me sneaking up to someone, I couldn't just like hit them over the head, like a la Halo, or there wasn't like a primary like stealth attack where like it would take you into a stealth animation of you just slaying someone you snuck up on was astounding to me. Like, especially for a game of this studio and especially considering like you have a stealth mechanic into this game to where like, you can sneak around people and obviously they see you or hear you you're alerted by it you know like they have things over their heads like oh he's there you know like he messed up or like he got
1: caught trying to sneak around we see him now you know yeah and i think i mean no i agree with you i mean like it's interesting that there isn't like a stealth uh animation like you were saying um but on the flip side like i would say also like uh I don't think the stakes are high enough for a step to this to be a stealth game at this point either. Does that make sense? Like there's just not enough enemies. Like even when you come across enemies, <laughs> there's like three or four of them and it's like, okay, well, I, I, I don't really need to sneak around these guys. I can just mow them down. Them, yeah. <laughs> them down. Yeah. And I will like, and I love, I love the weapons in this game. Um, but they are pretty uber powerful in the beginning of the game like and i and i can see later on like weapons being nerfed because of that mm-hmm. um and i do like the fact that each character does have special abilities and like a, a you know like you can um you know a skill tree that you can like really customize like how you want to play the character even if so like last night i ran uh with I ran a raid with or a raid or ran through the game with uh or did a couple missions i should say with yeah. a couple of my friends um and one of them was the same character as me but you know even if we have the same character our build-up might not be the same right and, and you can customize even the look of the character too i just haven't unlocked any of those customizations yet um but the other thing that i keep saying online is like oh they didn't live up to the hype and i'm like who's hyping it who was hyping it i don't remember it being like like yes, of course there was like commercials and every game. Every game is gonna, I would hope, right, have some kind of marketing budget. Like that'd be weird if you didn't. Mm-hmm. um But that I, 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 do question. Like who is who's this big hype machine? Yeah, who's the big hype machine? Is it us? Is it us as gamers? And we have these like expectations. And like I don't know. I don't know if 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 it was gamers that like didn't meet their expectations in didn't and then when you go to like boards right like it becomes a um an echo chamber of the same expectations that everybody else has like yeah i expected this me too i expected this too. me too it didn't have it yeah and i was like well (laughs) but did they but is that fair like did they ever come out and say this is gonna be this kind of game and you're gonna like blah 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 like i always question whether or not it's it's uh uh almost like a hype of hating on a game right like mm-hmm. because it didn't meet the expectations and then everybody has collectively like yeah you didn't meet our expectations um again i'm not saying that there aren't the criticism warranted for a lot of things that are being said about like the fact that they're the the ai is not that smart and there's oh, just no. not that many enemies and it just feels like you're a little power overpowered um but, I, I, I will yeah. say like on your on
0: your um feedback with the the hype machine i do think this is almost a fault of you know like i, I think this is fault of xbox if i'm being honest like this is mm-hmm. one of the things to where like i cannot tell you how many podcasts or, or videos i've watched and listened to to where like a lot of people had different ideas on what this
1: game is yeah and i but you it's know, not fair to 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 arcane or anybody you know no. anybody right that that those were your expectations I'm not sure that that was their expectations of what the game should have been no no but I do think like
0: marketing should have been better for this game well
1: uh, yeah I agree maybe maybe that's maybe that's maybe that was part of the problem a little bit mm-hmm. too was like the marketing didn't maybe it was just um a little washed out. And I guess maybe maybe you could say maybe that could be a criticism and saying, well, maybe it didn't really know its identity. And I think you kind of said that already. too right. Like maybe it didn't know its identity and therefore it was hard to market that game. I'm not I'm not entirely sure that's the case either, but that could be a possibility. I mean, I will say games that warranted the criticism that I got games like No Man's Sky when it first came out, they're like, you'll be able to go out and explore all these planets and like you'll run into other people that are playing it and like billions of planets. And then it turns out, like, no, there aren't other people playing at the same time. They're all individually playing it. You're not running into other players like when it first launched. Mm-hmm. And that did warrant it because they set expectations. Like, here's the expectations you're going to have of this game. Like, here's, here's the experience you're going to have. The, what, the experience I remember ever hearing about Redfall is, like, you can play with your friends and sh- take down vampires and you know, I'm like, I that's what I'm doing. I mean, I can't that That was my expectation that is what you're doing but
0: i think like in the marketing lead up for this game you um if you look at some of the trailers and and some of the like even some of the like first party conferences and like the developer interviews or like the the deep dives that they gave into this like for a lot of this game like some a lot of people thought this was going to be left for dead-esque and then some people thought this was also just going to be far cry you know like that that those are two different like types of experiences in two different games and i don't i don't think they ever nailed what exactly is this game leading up to the launch of it and yeah as far as like letting us know they probably internally you know had a lot of a lot of ideas on what this game actually is but i don't feel like they convey that message it's almost like if you were in a a relationship with someone and y'all had two different ideas on what y'all had for dinner like what y'all were going to have for dinner (laughs) that night you know And yeah, and and no, and like both of y'all kind of ended up disappointed (laughs) or you maybe one person ended up disappointed because like, hey, I kind of had a craving for this and I thought we had an understanding, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, I can understand that. I mean, and I I agree. I mean, like maybe the maybe the marketing wasn't as tight as it should have been. Um, Maybe there was maybe there was some mixed messaging of what the game was going to be uh what i will say though and i hope this is a hard thing right because Mm -hmm. like when a game launches and it and it really flounders to find its footing and and to be fair this is a new ip as well so like like take that in consideration because like for sure i i know i know like it's not like this is the first game the studio came out with but it's a new ip it's not like they haven't created new ips before but 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 my point is like i hope that uh they have a roadmap and I'm sure they do of like what they want to do beyond the launch. Right. And maybe they'll take some of these considerations in like no man's sky did. like no man's sky now is the game that they (laughs) promised about about five five years. Yeah, exactly. And I, I haven't really jumped back into no man's sky, but for people that do play it, they're like, this is a really good experience. It's really fun. Um, so I'm hoping that that's the same here. What I'm, I'm what I'm really hopeful for, and I and I know, I don't think this is going to happen. But um, what was that game? Back for Blood, right? Wasn't yeah. that? Mm-hmm. That game's already shut down. Like there that there's no there's no more content being made for that game. No. Uh I don't even know if they even have servers anymore We can play on that. Like, and that's the thing I don't want to happen. Like where the game. I want it to be more of like the no man's skies where it's like, Hey, listen, we want to earn your trust back. And again, not, I don't know. I don't want to say like you lost our trust, but I guess to some gamers, there were some expectations that weren't met. Okay, fine. So let's like, I hope I'm hoping that they can be more direct of like what the experience is going to be coming out on their roadmap and, and then fulfill on those, on those, um, on those promises on that roadmap. I think,
0: um, you know, like if this was an independent studio or if this was like a third party studio, I think you would have that, like your fears would be very much justified considering this is Xbox and what they've done with like things like, um, sea of thieves, for instance. Yeah. Like I, you know, they, they really hold fast and, and sort of like see it through. Um, and and primary reason is because they have to as well. It's because like, you have they have to see their games through because like let's face it they don't have a whole lot of a whole lot of new incoming like exciting upcoming excited game excited games that a lot of people are just like oh i can't wait to play these like the roadmap for xbox has been murky for the last uh i i want to say two generations now yeah at this point so it's they have to kind of stick with their guns and they kind of have to ride it out versus like I'm gonna be honest, like is not in that position. And I'm I'm not trying to make it a PlayStation versus the Xbox thing. It's like we saw a clear example with um, Destruction All-Stars. That game came out, it it basically hit like a wet fart in the wind and, <laughs> and, and it died, you know, like yeah. and it died. It's like but PlayStation was also in the position to where, like, they were like, "Oh, okay, that didn't work. Well, we can drop that because we also have Ghost of Tsushima, we have Horizon Forbidden West, yeah. we have a, like a whole lot of other games that are right now that people are raving about." Yeah, Xbox doesn't have that. Like, I, I cannot tell you like how much Starfield, how much pressure Starfield has on it right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah unfairly so but like yeah that it, it unfairly like let's be yeah. honest it is unfair but like if it, the weight of a studio and the weight of like the perception on xbox as as a whole company almost rides on this one game right now because of and and this is almost to a fault of xbox themselves but like the portfolio hasn't been there if we're being honest like and I, I this is coming from a person who plays this Xbox all the time, who like, I love Xbox. I want them to come out of the gate swinging. But yeah. if I'm being honest with yourself, like if I'm being honest with myself, I can't name five Xbox games from their first party lineup that I've like. That's a 10 out of 10 game in the past yeah. decade. I can't even name. I can't even think of like games that are nine out of 10s right now, but I can think of games. Oh, that was OK experience. But I dropped off of it with within the first three to six months
1: yeah that's yeah. fair but yeah do, do you also think like do you also think though that because we are so inundated with like brand new games that that's easy to fall off on like a mediocre game and jump right into like the next game and and you know you, you know what i mean like i remember when i was a kid i first of all there wasn't as many games coming out but secondly like we didn't have services like this. We didn't have, like, subscription services. So, like, when a game came out and it was mediocre, like, you bought it, you're mediocre, you're going to play it. You're just going to play yeah. it because you're like, I don't have anything else to play. Um And I do wonder if that's a little bit hurting uh in the industry right now where it's just, like, there's, <laughs> there's like, expectation, like... And I'm not saying, like, this is with Redfall, but, like, I can see where people can say oh this is garbage like i don't like i'm not gonna play this anymore uh next and just you know then it's an echo chamber of like yeah let's just wait for the next game to come out right like instead of like the game just came out yesterday that's the other like i understand like there's some expectations of like yeah the, the world is sparsely filled with enemies but um like can you really say like this game is garbage when you've only played it for maybe a couple of hours i just i don't know like i don't no. I I struggle with that because it's like yeah maybe maybe your initial impression but like play more I I sorry and I, I don't know no, I I almost no. say
0: I think you're I think you're right there I think this you know like I think what you're depicting right now is the the gray zone though for a lot of us and yeah. and I hate to say it but like even life in general first impressions matter yeah, you know I like first, know. first they do but like I I I hope the best for this game. I hope this team can turn it around. I hope this is a success story that we think about like for years to come, just like Sea of Thieves right now. Like Sea of Thieves yeah. right now is a game that people think of fondly. And yeah. it wasn't like that at launch. But Wasn't? Cuz
1: I don't remember. I don't I I thought everybody loved Sea of Thieves when it
0: first came out. I don't know. I think um yeah, if I remember correctly, it's it was a decent time that lacked content. And okay. I believe was like the general buzz around Sea of Thieves. Okay. You know, but like I don't think, but now it has uh, like a huge amount, a vast amount of content right now. So they kind of like straighten things out. But like, yeah. I, I think one of the things that that Xbox kind of has going against it right now, and I and this is going to be so interesting considering like they announced uh, as of this recording, like a month from now, like their the Xbox showcase, the next big Xbox showcase oh, yeah. is about yeah. to happen. It's like they, it feels like they need to just come out of the park swinging like it yeah. needs to it needs we need wins on the xbox side of things and i hate to say like to go back to your point about like people diving off of games um quickly i do think there that is we do live in an era of instant gratification but yeah. there also is That's that what i was looking for <laughs> <laughs> i i got your back but we there uh, there's also that element of like how fondly we do remember a game when it is like a banger of a game. Like, yeah, I can, for sure. I, yeah, like Spider-Man for instance, and our Spider-Man tears of the kingdom or breath of the wild and such like that. These are games that people go back and replay because they are that good because yeah. like they remember those games fondly. I cannot name you <laughs> anybody. And we, me and you know, a lot of gamers out there. I can't name you a whole lot of people who are going back and playing Halo Infinite right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when Destiny Two came out, I think there was a lot of criticism around the same of like mm-hmm. this doesn't feel like a a full world, and I think that's where people are saying well, even with Redfall, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a fleshed out world when it's an open world game. It doesn't feel really fleshed. It doesn't feel f- live, like alive, right? Although they're undead, <laughs> 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 tricks on fools on you know, tricks on you. They're undead, um, but I don't know. I mean, I I I I. I yeah i mean i agree i mean but i mean now people really like play a lot of destiny too like i know a lot of friends that like will do raids and do all this stuff and you know i'm hoping that
0: uh it all can be that story as well yeah
1: yeah like i want to see like what the roadmap is for like what their what their post-launch uh plan is for for support of the game so here's
0: here's something and uh, you know like i know we're probably about to pivot to another topic here but like here's yes. something i want <laughs> here's something i want to point out uh um, yes like the 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 buzzwords you said you know like the roadmap you know like i hope this game can can bounce back like all those things are games that are, are, are like words that are associated with live service games yeah and this was advertised and and this is a part of that advertisement thing we were talking about as you can play this as a single player experience as well like are you can also play this co-op that's one of the things to where like if you have a game to where it comes out as a single player experience which a lot of a lot of xbox gamers do play games as single players like yeah you don't get a lot of the times you don't get that like you don't get that redemption story at that point like if if and if, like, Tears of the Kingdom comes out, like, let's just say in a hypothetical world, we live in an alternate reality where Tears of the Kingdom comes out and it's just mid-tier, the world is on fire. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're yeah. not going to get that second impression again. It's not like, hey, we can fix that game. It's like, that's what that game is because it's a single-player game, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just feel like this is different, though. Mm-hmm. Like, Redfall. Like, I agree. The Nintendo Nintendo is not typically... The company that would say, Oh, don't worry, we're gonna like bring out new content that's gonna make this game better for you. Uh, they have tried with, and that's why I say typically because they have tried with games like, um, uh, Mario Strikers Battle, Battle Strikers or Battle,
0: whatever yeah. the battle
1: game is called, uh, with the golf game, they tried that as well. Like, um, because those were not great games when they came out, and I would still say they're not a great experience even right now, no, for um, sure not. for sure not um but i think i don't but i i I see what you're saying but i do do think that uh like i think of like dredge i just saw their roadmap um and that's a single player game and they're like here's the dlc and other free updates we're gonna be coming out for the next year um so i don't know i guess we'll see yeah um yeah for sure i like dredge too by the way love dredge it's it's a very good game um, it's not on Game Pass though, so we no. can't talk about that
0: game. <laughs> I wish it was because man, yeah, people more people need to play that game. That is an amazing experience. Was there any other games you played?
1: Have you been playing? Um, on, on, on yeah, game Pass? um,
0: I took a dive back into you know, like I have a couple of games that I always just generally play on Game Pass, just it's almost like comfort food. And one of them is like City Skylines, love that oh, game. nice, I've never played that. it so. Oh, I-
1: i feel like i should
0: it it's one of those things to where i can't recommend that to everybody like i just can't i'm I'm be honest if you're not like a person who likes sim games to where like you are actively building stuff or actively like creating stuff where it doesn't have a storyline or doesn't have anything like that you're not gonna like this game mm-hmm. but for people who like who want to build a city and see how that city evolves and how like the little people like live their lives as you kind of like play orchestrator and sort of like hey i'm driving to work oh all of a sudden there's a building right beside me you know like (laughs) it's (laughs) that. you know like it is very much that type of game i i love it it's i can just dive in and create like i kind of restart a game all of all the time to where i create like i have a dog named biscuit and i create biscuit (laughs) Town all the time and yeah and it's and it's so fun to kind of see how that town like grows and develops as my budget kind of gets bigger and bigger
1: nice nice yeah
0: i've been playing that one and then the last one i'll talk about is coffee talk episode two yeah i forgot that's on game pass yeah yeah i i've actually you know like full disclosure everyone i did get like a review code for this one so i i've been playing this also on switch and um on game pass but it's fun it's it's Uh, like a chill cozy experience it's not something you're going to play for like the gameplay side of things it's more for the cozy if you're a cozy gamer this is the type of game you should definitely check out but like yeah you just go around making coffee for people you listen to their problems they it's a very linear story but like the people feel very realistic even though it's like a lot of the a lot of these are fantasy characters but like the people feel real the store the writing is good and the soundtrack is out of this world amazing i definitely recommend people check out coffee talk too
1: nice uh do you have to play the first one to play the second one
0: no you don't um there okay. are some there are some like minute like one-liners and such like that or like reintroduction of characters from the first game but like for the most part i didn't play the first game all the way through and i i right on board with the story i know everything that's going on
1: nice
0: yeah cool. so it's fun it's a good time
1: cool uh, should we talk about the games that are coming out for Game Pass? Yes, Roger, take it away. Okay, so here are the games that are going to be releasing on Game Pass in May. So, I'll just preface that. So, we already talked about the first game that's Redfall that came out on May 2nd. That came out on Series X and S and PC and cloud. Uh, Ravenlock uh, that comes out on May 4th. So, if you're listening on at this on this podcast past May 4th, this is May 4th. This came out on console, PC and cloud. Uh, May 8th, the Weird West Definitive Edition. That's on Series X and S. Mm -hmm. May 9th, Shadowrun Trilogy on PC. May 11th, Fuga, Melodies of Steel 2, Console, PC, and Cloud. May 23rd, Amnesia, The Bunker on Console and To Be Determined, so possibly PC and Cloud. Uh May 29th, Planet of Lana, Console and PC. I'm excited about that game. May 25th, Cassette Beasts on Console. It's already on uh PC uh Game Pass. And May 25th, Railroad Railway Empire 2 on Console and PC. And then finally on May 30th, Far World Pioneers, which also looks like an interesting game that's coming on console and PC.
0: Okay. Which one of those are you most excited about?
1: Um I i've heard i mean i've seen a couple things about far world pioneers that looks really interesting so it's like an open world sci-fi sandbox that's 2d um and you can play with friends uh and you build a civilization and then you have to go exploring and try to get more resources and stuff like that as you build up your colony and then you have to like leave i I think that's part of the things that you want to like build a spaceship that you can leave i think i think i think but it looks interesting because a lot of those times those those games are like uh, 3D or, you know, first person perspective. This is all uh, 2D side scrolling. So, OK, that sounds cool. Yeah. What about
0: you? I am cassette beast all the way. OK. I, you know, I'm hearing great things about it from other people in the industry. I think that one looks right up my alley and such like that. I can't wait to
1: actually dive into it. Nice. Yeah, I want to play that game, too. It's on. It's on. It's uh... on pc right now Mm -hmm. uh game pass pc i i haven't played it yet though so uh all right so i guess does that lead us to our last segment yes i think it does and in this segment we talk about games that we're going to recommend to each other and then the next week we have to play it and then talk about it the next week um so do you want to go first do you want to you want to do you have a game for me that you're going to have me play? I'm gonna have you go first this time. Okay. I'm gonna right. have you go first. So I hope you haven't played this game, but if you have, you're gonna be talking about next week. So okay. <laughs> either way. Uh the game that I have picked up for you is called Loop Hero. Oh. Have you, you and I
0: talked you and I talked off air a little bit about it, and yeah. I have not played it, but it is okay. like queued up on my consoles.
1: So okay, okay. Uh so uh which which is interesting, but I I play this on the on the on the Switch, so okay. Uh, now it's on it's on Game Pass, uh, console. I think it's also on PC as well, but don't quote me on that. But uh, what's fun about this game is that we uh, on the Gamerheads podcast. Uh, That's another podcast that that uh, I actually host. Um, we had uh friend both of our friends friends of the show Jill Grote on the on the podcast and we have a thing called tales from the e shop where we make uh one of my co-hosts play games um that like he doesn't know what he's going to be playing right mm-hmm. and usually typically it's like games that are like pretty sketchy <laughs> <laughs> uh but Jill uh since she was our guest I said well you can pick the game for for Phil he gets to pick door number 1 and door number 2 uh and and the game that she selected as one of the doors that he picked was loop Hero, and he absolutely loved it. so I'm excited to hear what you have to say about the game. Oh, I'm excited about it I'm excited yeah. about it yeah, so it sounds fun all right, it's my turn. What do you have for me? All right, all
0: right so f- before we begin though, do you want to more more so play on p like the p c side of things or on the actual like xbox itself?
1: Mm, I
0: play typically more on console, but I would play okay. PC as well. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. My game for you then is Nino Kumi Two. Oh,
1: nice! Have you checked it out? Um, <laughs> uh, I have the first one for the Switch, uh-huh. uh, and it's still in my backlog. Oh, so now you at least get <laughs> to dive your toes into the water and see. <laughs> yeah that's like my biggest problem is I my backlog uh of games because like, this is what happens sebastian i'll buy a game because it's on sale i'm like oh that game was on sale and then i buy it, and then it sits on my shelf <laughs> so you actually have it physical yeah i have a physical yeah.
0: oh okay that's really yeah. cool yeah that's really cool.
1: uh but i don't i don't have the second one i haven't played the second one so do i have to play the first one to play the second one or can i just dive into the second i one? think you can dive into it from okay. my understanding yeah so. okay Have you played it? Yeah, I've played it,
0: but like I I, I'm trying to remember the story, like if it had a whole lot of like things from the first one, I don't remember a whole lot of like them, like basically talking about the first game's events. So I think you can just play it straight up. Okay, well,
1: we'll find out. Yeah. As I play this game, we'll find out if I need to play the first one or not. So I'm excited. Cool. Good pick for me. All right. Like.
0: I got one thing we haven't talked about to bring up on the show today, and I it's a little fun thing I wanted to spring on you, and I wanted okay. to get your like just just like surprise reaction. Wait, Hold on, hold on. This was not in the notes. No, not in the notes at all. <laughs> not in the notes at all. I have a segment that I would like to just bring up to you, just you know, off the cuff. It is uh-huh. Xbox trivia time, and I want to ask you an Xbox oh, no. trivia specific question to see if you get it. Are you ready? No. Uh, I mean, yes,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> All right. So, Roger, which professional wrestler Jeez. helped launch the Xbox at a special event in
1: 2001? <laughs> what? How am I supposed to know this? I'm not, I'm not. i have okay. I'm going to guess. We're testing. Professional wrestler. We're 2001. Testing your Xbox knowledge. Yeah. Well, you're testing my wrestling knowledge of wrestlers in 2001 because my Xbox knowledge is not great in 2001. Okay. Uh <laughs> Didn't we talk about this, that I was not a gamer nope. of Xbox games back in 2001? All right. So who were wrestlers back in 2001 that may have been like, here, play the Xbox? Um, Sting. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, wait, uh... Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. Not Sting. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page oh ddp i like that one i like that one no not him either no okay wait, hold, on, hold
0: on <laughs> no tell me who it was the crazy thing is it's like you're thinking too into wcw days right? oh and by that time in history wcw was bought by wwe oh, at that that's time right you're
1: right i i'm not okay let's 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 okay can i get one more guess yeah there? go ahead now we're talking with WWE. Is it a WWE? Can I ask narrowing questions? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, is it a WWE wrestler?
0: Yes, it is a primarily a WWE wrestler. Are they? Are
1: they? Are they a wrestler today?
0: Uh very, very, very occasional.
1: Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, were they at Summerslam? <laughs> I mean, were they at WrestleMania this past year? Not this year, no, not this year. Okay,
0: uh, was it the Undertaker? Oh, good guess, good guess. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Damn. Okay, who was it? Who was it for the millions of the Rocks fans? Oh,
1: <laughs> that's funny. It, it's
0: the Rock, yes, he really, was at the, yeah, he was. Um, back when he had hair and a fanny pack and everything, he was. Oh, at, that's funny. At the first Xbox event, um, or at least one of the first events to announce the first Xbox. Really yeah yeah so it is one of those things to where like you can see him like actually like he gave a speech and everything and he also like stood beside in the the xbox um display case and everything it took a whole really? bunch of pictures it was, it was at that time it was like groundbreaking because I was like okay. oh the rock is there but yeah
1: it's yeah it was him wow yeah I would have not guessed the rock which now probably makes more sense that it would have been the rock than the undertaker but <laughs> uh <laughs> uh that's cool that's awesome um yeah no we should have this segment every week and then you can prove you can prove to the world that i don't know my xbox history (laughs) (laughs) we can mix it up we can mix up
0: next next week you can ask me the question if you want oh
1: yeah oh yeah now
0: yeah so like whoever's whoever's doing the intro is the one who gets like the
1: question okay i like that fair fair uh okay uh so before we go then how can people find you on social media for the
0: millions uh you can find (laughs) (laughs) you can find me on social media at the great one now i'm playing at sebastian 23 (laughs) r um you can find me there you can find me uh on twitter you can also find me at, at discord at the single player experience discord server um that's pretty much it that's the only place i usually hang out what about yourself roger where can they find you
1: uh, you can find me on Twitter at nintendraj. Um, I just said that I'm not a fanboy of anything, but my Twitter handle happens to be Nintendo related, so I don't know how that happened, but it is nintendraj. Uh, mm-hmm. and then you can also find uh our other show, the show that I host as well, uh, Gamerheads uh, uh, at Gamerheads Pod on Twitter. Um. Yeah, those are those are really the only places that you would find me on on social media. So okay, so where can they find the um, where can they find the podcast? This podcast, all the podcasts, odd Paul, all the podcasts. Well, I mean, I think you can go to either of our websites because it's going to be mm-hmm. probably hosted on both of them. So you can either go to GamerHeadsPodcast.com, dot or uh, what's your site? You can find it at the ProNoReport as well. That's right. So. Uh, Stay tuned for more episodes because I think we're going to we're gonna try to make this maybe a weekly thing or at least a bi-weekly thing, but maybe yeah, weekly. Yeah, for sure. Um, so stay tuned for more shenanigans from us. If you like what you hear, uh, you can leave us a review as well. So we'll put links out to that in the show notes of where you can leave reviews for the podcast. Everyone, go leave a review. This is a dope show. We'd love to
0: keep it going. We'd love to have your support. So go spread the word about this. Yeah uh sebastian thank you so much for joining me this week no thank you so much for joining me this week as well so i look forward to continuing to talk to you and also look
1: forward to seeing your thoughts on the game of the week yeah yeah and listeners thank you so much for giving us listen uh until next week everybody take care see ya bye
0: So that is the game recommendation of the week that you should consider adding to your video game backlog. Just like I said earlier, I have a favor to ask. If you liked the episode, subscribe and leave a review. It helps the podcast grow and reach other people and i'd love to see you in the single player experience discord server there you can find some video game recommendations you can also give me feedback on episodes you can hang out with some other gamers and you can discuss the games that you are currently playing the link to join our discord server is in the description of this episode once you're in feel free to share your video game backlog list or talk about the good single player game experiences that you've had lately Once again, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch the single player experience episodes dropping every Tuesday and Thursday. I've been Sebastian, and until next time, I hope you stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace.